Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week five already. Week five waiver wire in the NFL. And yeah, I don't love this week, but hey, there's some guys that maybe can help your team. So let's go check them out, see what we got here. So, Jeff, I, I think my top pick for the week is going to probably have to be Tim Patrick after what he did for the Broncos on Thursday night. He, he, was, he was good. He really was, he was, he was just really good. He was outplaying Jerry Judy at this point. And I mean, we got, that's it. It's, it's, it's Patrick and it's Jerry Judy. Hamler went down. It looks like with another injury. I mean, obviously Sutton's up for the year. Patrick and Judy are the guys and Patrick was really looking good in, in a week where the options, a lot of these options are going to be, you're still, you're still working off potential. I think Tim Patrick should be on your radar for a pickup this week. He should be one of the top. So. Yeah, I can get behind that 100%. He looked really good. He looked comfortable. We'll find out if he has that same, you know, that same connection when Locke comes back. But mm-hmm. especially for next week, if it's going to be a streamer, you're right, because a lot of these guys that I want to talk about yep. are either coming off of injury and you want to get them early um, or they haven't proven themselves. So I, I like what you're saying about Tim Patrick. It makes a lot of sense. And obviously he looks like a good wide receiver at the moment. Yeah. On a, you know, on a team that has a shaky quarterback situation at the moment. And he's been able to, the last two weeks, you know, kind of uh, turn it into good outings. So I, I like that pick. So after you get Tim Patrick, who to me is, you know, a solid option, it, it already starts to become, I think, I think you're still, uh, you know, I'm not going to say you're fully in potential yet, but the next guy, this would depend on what Chris Godwin's situation was to me. It'd be Scotty Miller. But I think Chris Godwin, it seems like he could be back next week. If he is, then Scotty Miller's, you think, value would take a hit, right? Um, if, but he's been valuable. He's been playing with him. He would be up there, I think. Without Godwin, Scotty Miller should be up the list. With Godwin, he, he kind of probably drops a little bit, but he was good. He was good this past week, and he's been a pretty solid player. So I don't know where, where, where uh, you would slot Miller in here. Um, yeah, I don't think the it's, upside is – is gigantic yeah. with this guy, right? I think there's yep. a lot of younger guys that you can get. Yep. I, I started Scotty Miller in a tough spot um, this week. Um, and what I liked about him, obviously, Godwin, you're absolutely right. You have to take that into consideration. Godwin is going to eat up a lot of targets when he's there. Scotty Miller has been targeted by Tom Brady quite a few times, and today they finally connected. Before that, they didn't really. It was always he was, you know, slightly behind the, you know, the ball. He couldn't quite get to it. So I do worry that um, that that is going to be kind of the entire year that he'll every once in a while he'll show up, but when you have big names like Godwin and Evans, and uh, he's always going to play that third fiddle if if even that, and he's not always going to throw five touchdowns in a game. So in a pinch, I like him to stream, especially if Godwin's not going to be there next week. But I'm not overly optimistic that he is going to continue that kind of production moving mm-hmm. forward. But you know, you're, you're in a hard spot right now, but yep. I, that's only me saying, Hey, I, there's a few other guys that are younger. Maybe they haven't proved themselves, but they have a higher upside. I'd rather take a shot at them. Yep. So, all right. So talk about those guys, but how about the young guys then? There's still some young guys that I'm excited about in here. So I have at least three of them, I think here. So. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, there's definitely three. Uh, 
and I don't know which one you want to attack yeah. first, but let's talk about, um, I think the one that is uh, being involved in his team's chemistry and the game plan uh, more than not is uh, LaVisca Chenault. Mm-hmm. I think he's got to be one of the names we talk about. Um, if you watched our recap, um, you know, they're trying to give him the ball, even like they here, rush it a few times. You're the number two after Chark, it feels like. Mm-hmm. So I do like the way they're going with that. He seems like a good um, athlete in general. Um, how, what do you think his outlook for the year is, though? Because you can get him, you can throw him in your lineup. But obviously, if you grab a young guy like this, you you would like him to keep developing. How do you feel about that going you know, I I think he can keep developing. I think this is like we've seen only a little bit of what he can do so far. Obviously, they thought highly of him to get him the ball as early as they did, like the first couple of weeks, in many different ways. When they were trying to get him, you know, rushes, it just shows me that they like this kid and they want to use they want to use him. And it's not going away. And you know, if this team actually would if Chark is there. I think, and everybody is there, this can actually start to become together a little bit more. And maybe Chanel even has a better shot. And I think he's only going to get better from here. I don't know how, I mean, he does have a pretty high, you know, pretty high potential here, but I don't know if he's going to reach that all this year, obviously. But I think he's just going to get better. I don't think you're going to, I think you can slot him in, you know, on these, with these bye weeks coming up. Bye weeks starting next week already. So with bye weeks and well, actually, I guess they started this past week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah. Kind of, so <laughs> poor start. Yeah. But with bye weeks and, you know, things like that, and even like in three receiver leagues at your flex spot, I think he could be played, um, especially with all the injuries we've had. Chenault is going to be involved and I, I like him. I think he's going to start. He's only going to get better. And, I think it's a good pickup. And we've, I think we've brought him up almost literally every waiver wire show this year. Yeah, so quite a few times. Yeah. Please just pick him up at this point. So um, I'll go, say, my next young guy, I, I went with T Higgins here. Next. Okay. I was wondering, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I like him a lot. He was, uh, yeah. I think we have the same three players we're going to be talking about then. Yep. Yeah. T Higgins. And um, once again, we kind of talked about it. I'm, I'm of the belief uh, AJ green. I don't think he's completely done. They keep trying to get him the ball, but the more he doesn't get the ball, the more it goes to T Higgins and T Higgins has been delivering. And I like where Joe Burrow is. I think that is a situation where everything will just continue to get better, especially if Mixon can, you know, be that kind of weapon for them where they do have to worry about the run. It only helps, you know, T Higgins and and Tyler Boyd. And I, I don't know this for sure. I think there's enough to go around, even if AJ green is there, but it, for me, it does feel like A.J. Green, this would be a good time for Cincinnati to move on and get something for him because I, I still mm-hmm. think he could be very helpful to another team. Yep. They're, you know, they're not going to get into the playoffs this year, but they're young and they have a lot of talent. So if he does move, T. Higgins only moves up, but I think he's good even without um, something like that going down. I, I like where this guy is at in his uh, development for, yeah. for year one as a rookie. He's had a couple of good weeks in a row. He just, he's involved. He looks, he looks good. He looks the part. So yeah. Higgins for I, sure for me. I do have to say, you do have two rough games coming up though against Baltimore and Indianapolis. So don't, don't get hurt if he doesn't produce against good defenses mm-hmm. like that, but it, you know, they should be still enough work for him to still produce yardage even in those contests, but we'll see. Yep. All right. So I guess my third guy, let's see if we have the same. I don't know if we do or not. I went with Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. so, I mean, so, um, I mean, that touchdown run he had <laughs> against the Eagles is just ridiculous. That just showed everything. I don't, he doesn't need to do anything else in the entire game, but that, and that will show me enough right now that this guy has some talent. And at some point it's all going to be shown, right? At some point it, they're going to use it all. 
Um, man, that was just an awesome run. I'm just basing it off one run at this point, but <laughs> yeah. one hurdle basically. But um, it was impressive. And he's a talented guy who's going to get more work, especially with this, this wide receiver group with 49ers, which is, uh, I mean, Debo's back now, it looks like. But other than that, Ayuk's going to get a shot. And, I mean, Kittle, obviously, is like their number one pass catcher. But it's, he's definitely going to get a shot. And he's, he's a ta- very talented. He might be – I don't know. He, he, he has a really, he has a really good shot to break. He has a high, I think high ceiling, high potential here for sure, but we'll see if he can get there. If the usage is there. Oh, definitely. I, and he, it will be interesting. It's a different situation. Obviously they run the ball a ton and this yep. is also with, you know, a lot of those running backs being hurt as well. So you do have to factor that in, but at the same time, that's why they got this guy. He's a very unique talent, kind of like the same reason they got Debo. They he I, I I don't have it off the top of my head. I think he was in the top five, if not one of the best after the catch in in college, and that's what they really liked. And they showed it the last two weeks. They uh, found a way to let him rush it, and he's gotten a touchdown rushing in the last two weeks. So yeah. I, I want to make sure that this is going to continue as far as how he can produce as a receiver alone. But a lot like we talked about with Chanel is. Hey, they really like the guy. They want to get him involved. They're finding interesting ways to do it. I'm, I'm on board with Ayuk. I think he could be, uh, like you said, a very high ceiling player. I don't know how it's going to look when all the pieces are back together. Though. That's yeah. my only worry with this one. When you have Debo healthy, when you have Garoppolo healthy, and you have you know uh, all the running backs with Moster and and whatever you know whoever else is back there. Um, that might change how many touches he gets, but I really like the upside of this kid. All right, and that ends the list of players that I'm interested in. So. Actually, I, okay. <laughs> it, very true. There's, a okay. few more. There's, there's some other names, so yes. I'll, I'll say. Um, I'll stick with wide receivers even. Um, okay. So Traquan Smith had a solid game. I like Traquan Smith, but with um, this would be different. This depends, too, on Michael Thomas. Is Michael Thomas back? If Michael Thomas is back next week, obviously Traquan Smith drops down for me. If Michael Thomas is not, I think you can get another good week from Traquan Smith. So a lot of this is going to base on injury. I think he's a talented receiver, though. He also, to me, he kind of looks that part to me of like a top, you know, big time receiver, like with that potential. Um, I don't know if he can quite live up to that, but I, I like Traquan Smith. It's just, yeah, once Michael Thomas is back, that changes everything, right? It's just not going to be that interested in him after that. Um, I don't know who else you got here. Um, the other one, just because he's barely under where we're allowed to talk about it, but yep. MVS. So, you know, Valdez yep. Scantling, Hey, Alan Lazard was looking good. And now, he, you know, he had to have a minor surgery. He's going to be out for mm-hmm. however long MVS has got to be the number two. We've been burned by this before, but I think obviously he's an easy one to take a, a shot at, especially yep. if you're looking for a streamer, I think he would be the other guy. I always like the upside of like a McCole Hardman or something, but you can never predict it. You're still kind of I mean, a, I'm waiting. away. I've been interested in McCole Hardman for some reason. Um, I don't know that big touch, the nice touchdown he had the other day or last week. Oh, in what week three, just how easily he beat the defender. It was just ridiculous. Like if he, so fast. I mean, if he gets that, I think there's, I think there's a breakout at some point. I don't, it's not here yet. And it's hard to trust it. Obviously. I feel at some point it's going to happen. I, I feel like I, he's he's good enough. In the uh, during the summer or during the you know preseason, I remember I had him as like my breakout player. And that was before Watkins signed again, yeah. and that that really did hurt him. But it, it is only a matter of time. I truly believe that. 
Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, <laughs> so yeah. there's no other wide receivers I want to talk well, about. So but. there's the, the only other wide receiver I'll throw out there just in case he needs some, some kind of safe option. And this is almost even more PPR. He gets at least five to six catches. Is Hunter Renfro? He's been he's been okay. He's been he's been a decent player. It's not exciting. This can be more like twelve team leagues, fourteen team leagues. He's definitely interesting in that regard, but not. He doesn't have this like major upside, I don't feel like, but he's just he's he could be safe. So if you're looking for that kind of player, there there you go. But yeah, that's about it there for me as well for wide receivers. Running backs, um, what do you got? There's maybe one or two names here, maybe three names, maybe four uh, names. Nothing, not a <laughs> there's not a lot. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Say, it's not yeah, the same. The, the one that I'm really interested in, um, is actually, I mean, and you're not going to start him right away either. I think you just have to get him before anything could happen. But I think you grab Damian Harris because there's, this is about the time that they're going to activate him from the IR. Sonny Michelle has actually looked pretty decent. And, but I don't know what's going to go on with Cam, with all this. So it is very like, I'm not telling you to grab him and throw him, you know, in your starting lineup. I think you grab him now because for all we know, he could play, you know, tomorrow yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> um, it, it actually might he might that, be that's yeah, my thing he has it. upside take the shot now don't yep. don't overpay for this guy if he if he scores a touchdown or something yeah we're um we're recording this before the patriots game starts and there is rumor that there is talk that he could get activated so um i'm interested to see what happens he is going to make the waiver wire list i have him at the bottom of the list he's like the very last player but i think he's worth an worth an ad so um, I'll say some other guy. I, I think Tr- Chase Edmonds is definitely worth. It, I, you know? I, I knew that you were going to put him on there. You're yeah. just waiting for. I know it's, Drake to fail. I but feel he, like he looked good in the yeah. limited time they threw it to him quite a bit. So yep. Uh, yep. I am on board with that. That's great. Yep, I think for sure that he should um, be added. You know, I'm going to throw. I'll throw out Dearness Johnson from the Browns. He played really well um, after Chubb went down, and it could be a split between. Hunt and Johnson. I mean, Hunt will be the the main guy, but Johnson was good enough to show that you know he should get a shot. And the way the Browns are playing right now, so the Browns against the Cowboys had forty carries for three hundred and seven yards. One running back is not going to do that for you. They need multiple guys. Dearness Johnson might get that shot, and I think he's worth, especially for anybody that has Hunt. You should go pick up Dearness Johnson. So you might end up with Hunt, Chubb, and Dearness Johnson on your team, probably. If you have, if you got both of those guys before, so you have three Browns running backs, but I think he's worth an ad there for sure. Um, and then I'll say the other one I had was Justin Jackson for the chargers. I think again, we'll see a split between Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly. If Eckler's badly hurt as we think. And Justin, I'm not excited about Justin Jackson. I think he's a guy. He's just a guy, right? But he might be a guy with some volume. <laughs> so I don't know if there's any other names out there I'm missing at running back. I think this is a pretty uh, – this is one of the weakest uh, running back weeks I've seen in a long time. Yeah, there's not a lot out there, to be no. quite honest. Uh, the Before we move on completely from mm-hmm. uh, the Chargers, what, what are your feelings about assuming Eckler is out for multiple weeks? Mm-hmm. What does that do for, you know, the production of the other guys? Obviously – Justin Jackson, you said, okay, he'll get more touches. But do you think that immediately, um, you know, Kelly is going to step into kind of the Eckler role and you should see a a big jump in his production? Or do you think it's going to land on Herbert throwing him more? I think it's going to land on Herbert throwing them more because I don't think they have that that replacement for Eckler. I don't think they have that guy who can really do what Eckler can do. I mean, Kelly, 
you know, maybe they'll catch some balls, but it's just not going to be the same. I think their running game is really not going to get going too well, and they're going to have to throw the ball around, which could be good for Keenan Allen, maybe Hunter Henry, or we might just have to give up on this whole Hunter Henry's really great thing, which is still – I feel like he is, but it's not happening. I think it's just going to be more Herbert throwing the ball around. I think that's what it's going to play out to be. So other than that, <laughs> tight, end, <laughs> tight end wise, um, I'll just throw a couple names. I think, uh, uh, let's see, Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys has put up some solid games. He's probably worth an ad if you're really, you know, scrambling for tight end. I mean, people are going to say Mo Alley Cox because he scored a couple times, but it was only up one catch this past week. So I'm not, you know, not, not like, uh, it's not I'm not like really going out of my way to say go pick up Mo Alley Cox. I'll say that. It's um one catch for a touchdown isn't always the greatest, but Schultz is getting a little more volume. There really isn't at the tight end position a lot going on below our like 40% mark. I'll say that there's just not a lot there. And it's just not. There's just not much there at that spot. So not a lot of unless you have a name that I'm not thinking of, but I don't think it's there. No, it's really not there. Um, I, I think you hit it. Schultz is the big one. He, yeah. It looks like they're going to use him quite a bit. He's had a couple touchdowns. Even the yardage is there. So you can safely insert him into your starting lineup um, if you need to on a bye week or whatever it would be for tight end. He'd be yep. the only one that I really feel comfortable with. Yep. Um, and then quarterback-wise, so I, you, know, you could throw out Justin Herbert, right? I mean, he's starting to become interesting. So Justin Herbert maybe could be an ad, but let's look at this as like, is there a streaming option for week five? And that's the thing. I don't think there really is. So Justin Herbert playing at New Orleans might even be one of the better streaming options. Because here's the other guys, if you go 40% and under. You got Ryan Tannehill, but he's playing against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Eh, you don't love that, really. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Okay, Daniel Jones is going against Dallas. That seems like it should be good, right? But Daniel Jones has been so bad. I can't, I can't, I can't with any, in, my, in good conscience, recommend that as much Dude, as I feel like. <laughs> no way I start Daniel Jones. No, it can't happen. Not a, not no. a chance. Then you got Ryan Fitzpatrick at the 49ers. You don't love that. You got Baker Mayfield going against Indianapolis. Indianapolis has been great on defense and the Browns are probably just going to run the ball, right? I, I don't like that. You got Kirk Cousins going at Seattle. Okay. Seattle hasn't been maybe the greatest on defense this year, but Kirk Cousins hasn't been good either. So you can't go with that. Derek Carr playing against Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> Nick Foles against Tampa. I mean, Rivers at Cleveland. Bridgewater. Maybe Teddy Bridgewater at Atlanta Falcons. There you go, right? That's the one. Maybe. I, I actually kind I, of, depending on, on if, I don't know where Garoppolo is on coming back, but I kind of like Nick Mullins against well, Miami. That could be interesting. That's where, that's where the, the interesting one could be. Maybe you go Mullins, but it's, um, yeah, just not. Not, um, not, not a great streaming. I mean, and that is still why, like, even against Buffalo, I would probably lean towards Tannehill because <laughs> at least I know what I'm getting with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, because it's kind of touch and go with all of these. Like, some of them have real hard schedules. Like you said, Indianapolis is no, no joke. They've, like, they've, they've pro- made some quarterbacks look really bad already. Yeah, yeah, they've been solid. It's, it's, just, it's not a great week if you're, if you're used to streaming um, quarterbacks, which I don't know how many people are anymore, but if you are – if you've lost somebody, you know, or Cam Newton randomly is out for a week, um, you never know when you're going to need a guy. And it's not, not a great, not great options this week. So, all right, let me look, I'll just throw some defenses out here. Let me pull up the defensive schedule. Let's see what we got here for players down the list. And 
now you know like the Colts and player teams like that are finally getting owned so you can't get them but let's see who do we got I like the Cardinals playing against the Jets there we go yeah. right I mean that's an awesome one Cardinals are um they're below 50 percent they're about 41 uh, owned so they're 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 in that range where they could be available Cardinals at Jets you got to love that matchup right and okay the Cowboys have been absolutely terrible on defense but would you play them against the Giants? I mean, you think about it. You would, you would definitely think about it. Would, and, oh, my God. That, that is so bad. It's, it's I, risky, but <laughs> that I might actually – I don't know if I would. What, it's they, rough, yeah. Been negative when – let me look at them. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I know. Negative. It's just the, that just the Giants are – Negative the, the last so three weeks. I mean, yeah, even the first one against it. the Rams, they only scored three. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. Even even a, a, cape, like a cupcake walk like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that they'll score a whole lot. I don't think there's a lot of upside to that. Basically, it's Cardinals. You go get the Cardinals playing against the Jets, right? That's about the best. Yeah, I think that one's, you have. that one's good. And maybe even Jacksonville going against Houston. Houston hasn't been terribly impressive, but Jacksonville's not like great. But if you're if you're uh, if you need somebody and there's nothing out there, try to pick a, a team like that, I guess. But I don't have one other than that. Cardinals. I don't. I, you know what? I, I wouldn't mind, even though it's not a great matchup, but if we're getting to the point where we're wondering if we would, you know, start Dallas, I, I don't mind the Chiefs, to be quite honest. Uh, playing against with the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah, they'll be playing against yeah. Raiders, and if they if their offense gets going, it really means that, you know, the other team has to throw into hyperdrive and force the ball. Yep. They might get a few turnovers that way. Um, so I don't mind that one. that one. That one feels a little safer to me than some of the other ones that we've thrown up, but yep. I agree with you. I think Cardinals number one. All right, that's about all I got for waiver wire. It got, I mean, we had a pretty good waiver wire a couple of weeks ago, and now it's kind of gone <laughs> gone the opposite way. So we'll see if that changes at some point. But all right, that will do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.